Yo, welcome to the My City Podcast. The My City Podcast, my lights having the building, boy Iri. What's good, people? We've got them celebs again, my light <laughs> Adrian in the building. Yo, people. It's the Adrian, love for coming on, my bro. Thank you. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Okay, so, um, uh, so let, let's get into the conversation. So, you mentioned <coughs> hyper masculinity, yeah? yeah? What's the difference between masculinity, hyper masculinity, and toxic masculinity, in your opinion? Okay, so masculinity. I feel like that's kind of a blanket term for just manliness. Be a man. Yeah, but it's like anybody can be masculine. It doesn't really have specific definitions. And obviously the opposite would be fem- fem- feminine. Fem- so femininity is usually attributed to like women. Yeah. Um, so masculinity is it's kind of a broad term that just that describes like what men should be. But then when we talk about hypermasculinity, hypermasculinity is like it's it's taking those those elements yeah, but yeah, hyperbolizing yeah, so I, I think I think toxic masculinity is when you know the man yeah that every little thing like there's this guy on Twitter I'm not gonna say any names yeah, to be honest yeah. I, I don't remember that guy anyway. <laughs> um, like, Adrian, yeah. I, I think he was he said something like no homo but this is a really good song to like a rapper and somebody was underneath the thing like but why was that homo mm-hmm. he was like I don't know like I'm too much of a man <laughs> and I, I was reading it I thought why is it not manly now to be able to look at your brother and say yo Good job. Do you know what I mean? Like Bro. that's toxic masculinity where you can't even. No, that's toxic because those are the type of people that be like, oh yeah, you know, if I wear Chelsea boots, I'm good. I wear, like, you know, stuff like yeah, it's like. That's the that's that's such a key element in this whole discussion because I don't know. Just growing up in certain areas, yeah. So what did we say? The opposite of masculinity is femininity, mm-hmm. and being feminine in a man when we were younger was very much seen as gay and. Like, I'm not gonna lie, being gay was the last thing that a lot of people wanted to be cool. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Can I remember, so, like, go, go, go to Twitter, go to Twitter. I remember on Twitter, a lot of people asked, were like, because you, know, you were quite different to like the other back mm-hmm. chat cast, and a lot of people were like, is he gay? Is he, is he gay? Yeah. And I, I you thought, know, I you, thought, you, you wanna lie? <laughs> 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 yeah, I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that a lot still, but I was like, welcome. Because I think, because they did wear the tractor bottoms on a shirt. Are you coming looking fly in your two piece or like, you know, in that shirt? It's funny, yeah, yeah, it's mad right, because like. Even now, you know, you look fucked up as well. Oh, like, <laughs> it's like, it's mad, yeah, because especially like coming from like a Jamaican household, yeah, Jamaicans are some of the most. Yeah. Bro? Yeah, yeah, hold on. Let's say, let's say, like, a lot of them are not equal. Do you think Jamaicans are worse than Nigerians when it comes to that? Listen. They're yeah, probably but, equal, though, but different. I can't speak on a Nigerian household, innit? But I can speak on a Caribbean We're very, very similar. Do you get what Actually, I mean? Actually, you know what? I think Jamaican people are calling people Batman and that. Batty boy, yeah, Batman. Yeah, Jamaican. Like, literally, Jamaican. No offense, no offense. Being real, do you know what I mean? No, but yeah, coming from like a Jamaican household, like, it's mad because all my family, like, they they allowed us to just be kids. Like, they allowed you to like what you like. If your passion was like music, did you used to wear pink? Like, um, <laughs> <Don't you do? laughs> he tried to you, 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 you. Um, did I use her? I, think, I don't think so. Pink is wavy. I remember the pink Ralphie back in the day. Like, when I, but 
think pink was a yeah, feature on my, yeah, my thing, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. at the same time, when I was born, yeah, well, this is back in the nineties. There weren't really that much X-rays and stuff in it, so yeah, I've got baby yeah, pictures yeah, yeah, in me, yeah. in like pink, exactly. in like not as a child, but as like a newborn. It's, 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 it's a good point that you made about um, babies, because I think like uh, when it comes to masculinity, a lot of it is enforced by societal yes. rules and also gender rules as well. Yeah, and what it what it means what society defines a man should be like, what yeah, defines a female yeah. should be like. And I think sometimes when someone doesn't quite live up to those stereotypes, then they start questioning whether they mm. are hyper-masculine, mm. they're gay, they're mm. straight. Mm. And I think that we need to realise that it's okay for people to be masculine, but still not match our own. But the thing is, yeah, this is this is also another issue. It's like your masculinity isn't synonymous with your sexuality. Yeah, that's, 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 that's something things. I really, really wanted to touch on. Do you understand what I'm story? saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Because there's gay men who are very masculine, even hyper-masculine, even toxic They're masculine. They're rugby guys. And Do you know what I mean? And then there's, there's straight yeah. men who are very Just feminine. Touch upon what you were saying about like, your family. Oh, yeah, so my family, my family, they were pretty open in mm. the sense like they allowed the kids to just be kids. Do you know what I mean? Like, where so in my family, really and truly, so my mother's deceased because he's dead now. He passed, uh, I think, maybe a year and a half ago. Apology, bro. But he was gay. So I feel like because your brother, you said no, no, no. So my mom's cousin. Okay, okay. So your uncle, second uncle, second uncle. Second uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family, second cousin. He was gay. Um. So I, I don't know if that really kind of nullified how they mm. treated people, but I never really grew up hearing my family like cuss out gay people or, mm, 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 you know, be like, oh, I don't behave like that. They just wanted you to be kids and yeah, they, 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 like, if you liked acting, if you liked drama, if you liked music, want, yeah. if you liked education, like no matter what it was, they just wanted you to be successful. Mm. Um, and so my family was quite open. And so growing up, I never really questioned like, yo, am I well, masculine man, like, enough? Yeah, yeah, am yeah. I? Cause like, as I said, like my uncles, or what we were talking about, like off camera, like, my uncles, yeah. like they guys, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 and it's like, when I'm around them, I've never heard any of them say, now nah, why don't you talk like us? Or why don't yeah, you act yeah, like yeah. us? So I've never really, it wasn't until like back chat really that I, and obviously when we was on like because obviously social media gets involved and mm. you know as you're saying the tweets and stuff mm. coming in and whatever that was the first time that i was like raw like am i that different to you do you get what i'm saying because it's not like i chill around people who only behave like me like i chill around jamaicans i chill around everybody do you know mm. what i mean like yeah um, friends like lucas and that yeah my uncles okay. are like lucas yeah, yeah, yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah, and me yeah. and these people all get along we all chill so it's it's crazy when i'm when i was there and mm. it was like you're over there and we're over here. And I thought, wait, this is not like when I was in school, I was friends with the thugs, I was friends mm. with the meeks, I was friends with everybody. You're AJ, you know, I said, you know, like that. No, like literally, like I was, yeah. I was the type of person that like, I could talk to everyone because they know that yeah, like, I'm yeah. just that laid back kind of guy, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't until I was on that platform where I was kind of made to yeah, feel made to like, yo, like song. how different am I? Because in honesty, I, I never looked at myself as crazy different from anybody else. I was so, like um, that. Well, what I wanted to say, uh, I'm happy you raised that point, yeah? So let's talk about the characteristics, stereotypically, of what it means to be masculine and then let's say hyper-masculine and then toxic masculine. Mm-hmm. So for me, for starters, masculine, from like society, it's like um, being a man. I don't know I said answer. What characteristic comes to mind? Like pride, so, uh, ego. So, so, but those things would be negative, though. So, for me, like the way I was raised. So, in terms of how I see man, man, 
manliness and manhood. I was raised to be like masculine, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Obviously, take care of yourself when it's needed, but overexertion of like anger, mm. frustration, like for me, the understanding of knowing that all of these things are emotions and all of these things are energies. Mm. Like you can be angry and there's a there's a quote that says, as a black man, you're always angry. And, and, and trust me, <laughs> like, what people don't understand is me too, I'm always angry. Especially mm. when you become like a pan-African, you see how the world is and whatever. Mm. Like you, you're always angry because you're always like, Arr. but yeah, it's but understanding how to I control that anger. Cause... And I think when it comes to toxic masculinity, is is the inability to control your anger. It's the it's kind of a mask, mm. right? There's a lot of men out there who they believe like being a man is just being angry and being physical <coughs> and being dominant, not mm. understanding that those are blanket emotions. Mm. Anger is a blanket emotion to cover up a lot of yeah, things, yeah, yeah. and understanding that even being a man and being masculine is understanding that there's a duality. Like you have to be able to. <clears throat> go into your feminine side or whatever they're talking about because you're going through something, right? Andrew. Everybody goes through stuff in life. And when we think about anger, that is an encompassing emotion. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're angry, everything is just there. Mm. It's very easy to control someone who's angry. Do you know what I mean? I feel you still. It's very easy. Because even like we were talking, when we were talking about the, the Lucas stuff, and you were saying that, because I was just like, whatever. Oh, you, you and that made him more angry. That. that was because was in, that, calls, yeah, in that, in that moment, the power dynamic wasn't in his favour, but a lot of men feel like anger and, and this display of like aggression yeah, is, is controlling it. It's, mm. it's not. But you know what's so funny as well? Like, as much as hyper-masculinity can be, like, demonstrated via, you know, like, over, like, big shows of like, aggression mm. and anger. I also think hyper-masculinity um, refers to a lack of emotion. Yes. Like, there, there, are many, there are many, many, many black guys that are so for it, bro. There's many guys here that are depressed out here. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, man ain't, man ain't got and jobs. And that's where it becomes like, toxic because now I mean? it affects you. So it's very toxic. Because exactly, exactly as you said, bro. So it's a funny one because, yeah, like immediately what will come to mind is these shows of like anger like oh like i'm the man like look at me like man, man's gone gym seven times a day but like in a way yeah the most dangerous ones are them ones that they've seen a madness back mm. in the day yeah and all of it is bottled up and, mm. and because like the media society everything will tell you that big man you can't cry mm. you can't cry cause if you cry yeah. you're not a man fam do you, you know, know what i mean what? That, then, yo, I'm getting cold like, <laughs> no, no, The reason why I'm saying that is because there was a guy that when I was in university, when I was not university, when mm. I was in school, mm-hmm. um, he was one of those hood guys, mm. road men, proper road guy. Mm-hmm. He was in a gang and unfortunately there was a guy called Ben that passed away through gang violence, got right. stabbed um, when I was in year 10. So mm. he was in year 11, just, just literally the week after he we signed t-shirts oh, wow. and stuff yeah, he yeah. got stabbed and oh, died wow. there was a guy um who saw the stabbing mm. um and then i don't know if you remember solemn there was there was a lot of people mm. that was talking about rip solemn was a guy from yeah Kenya. i do actually remember yeah yeah, yeah i do still. <clears throat> um he was friends with a lot of people that i went to school with and stuff like that um and the same guy was there when solemn got stabbed as well and I remember we was in school 
it was GCSE A-level times and all of us are there and he he just he started to act like very just different and he was doing things yeah that was like he wouldn't notice he's doing it mm. like I remember one time he was in the library yeah and like I was like yo you know I don't want to say his name for, for whatever reason but mm. I was like yo XYZ how mm. are you and in between him talking to me he was doing stuff like that like proper twitching Oh, wow. And then obviously um, everybody's just startled, like oh, looking at wow. him, like, "What's going on?" And he's like, I was, "So I, I said, like, are you okay?" He's like, "What do you mean am I okay?" For? And he's literally, twi- but he did not know that he was twitching. A week after that, a week after that, mm. like, I we was in class because it got so bad that the teachers had to call psychiatric services. Yeah, yeah. And we was in class, and like he was walking in. Yeah. to um to the front reception and as he was in class we heard like him screaming and shouting and crying or whatever and they had to literally take him to like to, to go and sort when his, his yeah he, they had to take him because the pain that he was going through oh, and how he wow. was dealing with it because again it goes back to that mm-hmm. black men don't cry men don't cry all of that it, that's when it becomes toxic because right. as you said you're not able to understand that yo as a human being okay to forget masculinity femininity forget all of that you're a human being okay to feel pain it's okay, okay to, to pain. feel it's okay to cry i'm not saying run around on twitter and you know shed tears no <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah, about yeah, that yeah. but it's okay understand, that, yeah, yeah it's understanding feel the pain that you're yeah. feeling it's okay to feel it but there's a lot of men that feel like feeling those pains is not masculine it's not it's it's only women cry and only women feel it's pain. Easy. That's dangerous. I love the fact that you said that because that you know gets on. The fact that you said that also mm-hmm. because that gets on to a lot of guys being stereotypically emotionally unavailable mm. and you know and that becomes problematic. But not also not because not just because you can't communicate with your partner or your friends how you feel becomes problematic because when you're just thinking about it, when you're harboring it to yourself, yeah. that leads to the depression. That leads yeah. to the high suicide rates that we see in men. That leads to all of that. But on top of that, talking about suicide rates, suicide rates in the black community is also increasing. And and that's scary. Mm. Because we live in a world where it's like, there's so much (coughs) access to information. There's so much help available. Mm. What I always say to people is like, we don't live 15, 20, 30 years ago where Mm. these facets and these avenues weren't available for you to go down and get the help. It's right on your phone. I think another idea of hyper-masculinity is also... uh, it comes to being overprotective. I know women can keep you both that, but I think that's something that males inherently have. And I think when we look at when we look at animals, and, you know, you see naturally, you know, the typical stereotypical alpha male is always someone who likes to fight for the pride or fight for his, you know, family and also fight other males <coughs> if they feel like they're challenged or something like that. Mm. So I feel that's another characteristic. You know, yeah, a lot of like these um, examples you lot are giving. It's quite interesting because we got to dig deep into, okay, cool. What's causing my name to be going through mental health issues to the point where they're suffering that what you described or like man them are thinking, right, I've got to look after my girl, whatever, whatever. And I just still think it all comes back to cultural. Like, imagine, yeah, yeah. imagine being, not not solely, not solely, not solely, not solely, but imagine being the child, yeah. Imagine your mother, like put yourself in the position of an African or Caribbean mother now. You're with all your girls and that, and you're like, oh yeah, how's 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 Dante and that? Dante's in like <laughs> Dante's in like King's Mental Institute and that. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
there's a lot of like face and like pride which a lot of taboo, go, which, which, a lot of taboo which like people find it very hard to like to look look past kind of thing. But you know what the funny thing is, yeah. Sorry for cutting you. Um, I was writing a script, yeah, Jeez. about plug my, my like agent, the writer, and I say that. Like I'm I'm a creative. I write and we'll I love writing. We'll we'll but I was writing a script because um, I wanted to call it my name is blank, right? Mm. And the reason why I wanted to call it my name is blank was because it was supposed to document. Um, mental illness in the black community specifically from like an afro-caribbean perspective Mm -hmm. and doing the research to write that script here i found out that like caribbean men were i think five times more likely Mm -hmm. to suffer from like schizophrenia and like real serious mental illness Mm -hmm. than they are to to deal with like the the kind of manageable ones before it gets to those serious things and I sat there and I thought, how is it possible that you can wake up one day just mad, mm. right? It's, it's impossible, bro. And what signs. I noticed is, there you go. There's always signs leading up to it. Mm. There's always steps. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. And what I noticed is with a lot of Caribbean men, and it goes back to the cultural aspect, which is why I think culture has like a very big part to play in it right because as a jamaican i can tell you there's two there's two men there's two types of levels of sanity in the in the jamaican understanding right and that's either you're sane or you're mad okay yeah okay when 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 (laughs) (laughs) and and the reason why i say that is because when we talk about mental illness Mm. and the kind of degrees in between because remember it's a spectrum and the, the degrees in between it, when we talk about madness, quote-unquote, it's a bad term, but when we talk about madness, right, that's an extreme. Like, that's when you've lost complete control of your your your, your audio, your visual, your understanding. That's, that's completely gone. And then they're saying, which is your fine. Now, if mental illness is a spectrum, everybody can't be insane and then just go to madness. Do you get what I'm saying? But when we talk, when in the Jamaican household there's no maybe if the jamaicans are raised here it's different but when we're talking about like the caribbean like aspect Mm. those people don't understand okay depression happens they think oh yes you're just down it's a lack of education do you get what i'm saying these these nuances when we talk about like mental illness Mm. is what gets passed down to our children mm-hmm. so you have a mental illness you're my father now, yeah, yeah? yeah you have a mental illness but Jeez. yours is untreated and you don't even know yours would be 10 times worse guys. mine's gonna be 10 times worse because not only am i am i do i naturally m- yeah. may have inherited that from my genetics right the yeah. predisposition or whatever yeah. but then seeing your behavior and thinking that is okay mm-hmm. right that that's how that carries on and it goes into our children and it goes so that's why i say when we talk about caribbean aspects there's either you're sane or you're mad because mm. people we don't educate ourselves or we don't have the it, well in jamaica i don't think a lot of people have the ability to access that knowledge because it is not a first yeah, it's not yeah a first exactly. country, right? but when we come over here mm. and we see those same like behaviors being predicated to younger jamaicans and younger jamaicans and younger jamaicans and they have those avenues you think there's no excuse there's no excuse when you live in the uk what would be the excuse (laughs) the only excuse i could give them is like look let's be real yeah people are setting their ways bro a lot of these people we're talking about a lot a lot of our mums 
people that raised us, what they had us when they're let's say late twi- late twenties, mm-hmm. thirties. Cool, you can still be molded by your environment and that, but by the time you're in your thirties, your forties, your fifties, mm-hmm. what you'll be like. My question to you is this: yeah. Well, you're set in your ways. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I I hear the whole thing about not mm-hmm. being able to ch- teach a dog like new tricks and stuff. <laughs> no, 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 I get it. Yeah, yeah. But my question to you is this: yeah, if you are a worker, Andrew, yeah. yeah? I'm the business owner and I say, all right, then cool. Your job description says X, Y, Z, but I'm going to add something else. If you don't learn that something else, you you're not going to... Yeah. yeah. Are you going to learn that something okay, else? Okay, I, I see where you're going with this. Bro. Do you I understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I see where you're going. Well, yeah, you can have your... You, you know, can have your... Your historic... But mm. when we talk about mental illness, right, it's something that we have to educate ourselves on. Yeah. Because... Less, and, and with social media the rise of social media that is partly one of the reasons why in the black community mm. mental illness and suicide rates are increasing so much is because you go on bruh <laughs> and that's why I do right. regular social media breaks in it is yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a friends of I'm friends of a lot of people that are are get, doing fantastic yeah. things and if you if I sit there and I'm like rah I'm just at work today yeah, and I go on my Instagram and I see XYZ and they're signing their record deals mm. you may look at that and feel like rah I'm not doing anything in my life yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how depression sets in because now all of these things you, you look at life as, a, as if it's a snapshot mm. you don't see the energy and the see effort the that people are yeah see you don't see every you just see quick snaps you and you think rah my life ain't moving that mm. fast. Why ain't my life moving that fast? You, you suddenly, all, all your, your mental... The, the only, the, sorry, quickly. The only counter I have to say to that is, yeah, you on your whole analogy of, okay, cool, I've got a job now. You've got to adapt this, this, this way to, you know, to keep your job or whatever. My only thing is, yeah, I think that our generation and the generation coming up now will be a lot more aware of these issues, mm, these like, stereotypical issues that, you know, have affected us for generations, but maybe weren't aware of them, but people older than us, like like I said, our moms, our dads, our uncles, they don't really see an issue with them, so they don't think they have problems. Like you said, they may have schizophrenia and or like depression, I just think it's sadness or whatever. Mm. So fair enough, if you I'm not saying it's fair enough, but I, I'm trying to get into their minds and I just think the issue here is that they don't see the what the where the wrong is, mm. if that makes sense. Which is why it's hard to kind of So you guys have spoken about culture being the defining tone one just one, just one. one. <laughs> okay the reason why i also think it's also genetic and inherent is because of Ooh, when we look at animals look at apes look at dogs when a dog sees a dog on the road a male dog on the road you see it already you see that masculinity there they're trying to compete for the ground when, a, when a, you know when when a look at lions for example same way with men so i don't i don't just think i don't know i don't know who's reading to them books about being hyper masculine I don't know. I don't. I don't think their then, parents are telling them. You know, this is what it means to be a lion. It's what it means to be a dog. Inherently, as, as as an animal, we have those kind of instinctive traits. But then, is it hyper masculine though? There's the masculine aspect, where it's like, yeah, I want to protect my own. I'm the man. I'm strong. But and there's nothing wrong with hyper, that. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But hyper masculinity is it's taking that to negative. Next well, I, I, I'll give an example of dogs which see each other on the road. And, okay, so. Let me tell I you why I, I, I always laugh when people always like say, oh yeah, when you look at like animals, they're animals, bro. They're not human beings. Well, not animals, no, no, I, yeah, I get well, it. But understand that we are not the same thing as a, I, a, a I lion, agree, as a dog. That's we, true. We, 
I don't see no lion out here using a computer. I don't see a lion out here reading no books. I don't see a lion out here. No, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, the there's so many things that kind of differentiate us between us and animals. And I, I could get it if we are talking about prehistoric times where that kind of behavior, that kind of anger and aggression could actually serve a purpose. But when we're living in, in today, seeing another man on the road and beefing him, for what reason? What, what, how does that help to progress you i can get it as an animal you may want to protect your family you may need to necessarily protect you know your food or your your whatever however animals work but we're not animals i get that we have animalistic natures but does that mean that every time you're just walking around like a lion i agree with you i agree with you so what i'm showing you though is that there's no cultural norms that defines why animals should be happy masculine so I'll say that we should well, have just ignored it. Well, though, because remember, they're, 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 like, say for a lion, yeah? That is, that, that's their nature. What? Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, and, and when we're talking about the wilderness and the wild, mm. the, that, that's a kill or be killed type situation. Like, mm. if you don't kill, you don't eat. Uh, My bro, human beings, I don't need to kill nobody to eat. I could go to the grocery. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? Do you know why I disagree with that? Do you know why I disagree with that? Because at the moment, the way the environment is, you don't need to. But say you're, say you're in a time where you needed to. You, but you that's could, what I'm saying. We're not in a time where we need to. If yeah. if we're talking about, I wouldn't even say that. If if we were bushmen in an African wilderness, <laughs> I said where bushmen. no, 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 big man thing, and yeah, there still yeah. are bushmen, right? If we were bushmen, why not Jamaican wilderness, guys? Okay, in a Jamaica wilderness. <laughs> no, but I was saying, yeah, if if it was a tribal thing, yeah, where that there's still tribes in Africa that that is still their nature, and I can understand that because where they live and the 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 atmosphere and the the the, the way that they live is still how they've lived for like five hundred thousand years, yeah. right? If we look at like for example the Sentinelese, there's a there's an island just in uh in the Asian Ocean, right? Or the mm. Indian Ocean called the Andaman Islands, yeah, where there's these people called Sentinelese people, yeah. Mm. They're notorious. Nobody has been able to go to that island, yeah. Mm. And the reason is because they kill everybody that go there. They wow. they see a plane, they're throwing spears, like they're yeah. not waiting for you to come, they're just killing you, right? Wow. If we were still in that type of stage, I could understand mm. that type of mentality. Yeah. We live in England where no let's be honest yeah. where we have everything at our fingertips right. there's no need for us to behave like that we we are now mm. at a stage where we can actually be human my opinion on that i completely agree my opinion on that area is that i hear what you're saying about the genetics um aspect i think yeah the genetic aspect plays a part in that yeah because we have because of this y chromosome we are like inherently programmed to have a masculine element to us mm. to have a protective element to us when it becomes hyper-masculinity or toxic masculinity, whatever you not want to call it, is when there's an environmental factor or a supplementary factor which is which causes um, you to which like kind of like makes your brain react in a different way and adapts and then makes you kind of um, latch onto mm. those specific elements of masculinity if that makes it right. like for example yeah you? sorry you know have you heard about the thing that's happening with Terry Crews yeah 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 yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah. there's a lot of 50 men jumped on them. like that's for example 50 like for me yeah, that is the perfect example 50, <laughs> that's the perfect example of kind of high, this all this this kind of toxic masculinity yeah because when we look at Terry Crews, we kind of have to look at him as a kind of a, a figurehead just for now. And the reason why I say that is because 
the fact that Pete's, like certain people attack him yeah. for going about it the way that he's going about it. What, yeah. you, mean, like, you mean publicizing it like that? No, no. As in, because he's going he, like he's trying to find law. They tried to find the loopholes. So he didn't fight. He didn't punch the man. Because if he did, you'd be hearing. Black yeah. man yeah. beats up this guy. Now, yeah. there's a lot of men here that's out here like, nah, if a man tried to touch me, I would do X, Wrap Y, Z, up. and X, Y, Z, and X, Y, Z. And, and, and there's a lot of people that probably, that probably would, would do that. Yeah, and, yeah. and that, well, you know, again, that, yeah, put yeah. yourself in that situation. Your own argument is your own argument, yeah? But my point is this, yeah? There's a lot of boys, yeah, who yeah. are sexually molested, yeah? Who are sexually assaulted, Yeah? that there's this taboo in black male culture that you don't talk about that. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay. It's toxic because this idea of masculinity will say that if something like that happens to you, that you should not talk about it. Mm. Men don't talk about stuff like that. That's dangerous because, again, post-traumatic stress syndrome, when, when that comes back to haunt you, those, those, those mental strains um, are going to last so much longer. Okay. So the fact that there's anybody like saying, no, Terry Crews, the way you were handled, that's ridiculous, bro. Do you get what I'm saying? Essentially, what you're saying is keep that covered up. Don't talk about it. But this is the same 50 Cent that will try and gay shame um, um, P. Diddy. I'm not with that gay shit. You, kill, you kiss men on... Yeah, you. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's, it's confusing because you're putting black men in a position where it's like, not only are you saying, raw like anything you do, you're gay, but if you get assaulted and you speak out against it, mm-hmm. why are you doing that? You shouldn't <laughs> be doing that. That's, that's not good. And also, like, 100% agree and so add on to this Terry Crews thing as well yeah the issue with that is that he just he just look, he just looks like a walking contradiction because you look at him you step on him you yeah. wrap you up yeah. you, look, you look at him and he looks like yeah, masculinity I, yeah. I, I love the way he came up because he he's shows huge but I love, I love the way he came up because you, and I love the point you're making because um, if, he, if he can get sexually abused yeah that's what makes this whole any thing man can, wild, any bro. Man. but the thing is yeah it's like but then that shows that his masculinity Terry Crews this is this shows that his masculinity isn't kind of based on stereotypical ideologies of what masculinity is or, or outward perceptions of masculinity. Well, so, because so say, for example, yeah, how is he masculine? How is Terry Keys? How does he, how is he a masculine guy? Like, because that makes sense. so he's masculine because instead of so, as I said, anger is a blanket emotion, it's yeah, easy yeah. to react in anger, yeah. it's very difficult to, to go in front of a camera mm. and, as a big black man, knowing that everybody's looking at you as this statue <laughs> of, of, of black masculinity and saying, Yo, a man abused me, That's being able to understand that right at this moment. I need to be vulnerable. Understanding that vulnerability is something that you can tap into. It's something that you can use. And using, and, and the ability, as I said, sacrificing yourself for the betterment of other people. He's using his own perception. Remember, people could say, yeah, because of this whole mask, you know, you've yeah. been touched. Like, I can't put you in the role okay, of, the, yeah. you, the, you know, what, what's that character he it's played in, in Friday? But that's, what, that's, what, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, where but he was people. He did, he did movies. This yeah, guy had a masculine Casted, right so a lot of people could say yeah we can't we can't hire you anymore as yeah, that yeah, image yeah. because you're you're out here talking about getting sexually abused but he's saying like raw like okay. that does not matter because there's a bigger issue here and for the for the because remember he's got sons imagine if your son came home and say raw right, somebody did that to me you're not going to be happy so the the fact that he's using himself to say raw like 
there's a bigger conversation that needs to be had here. And you, it, what he's done also is open up facets for black men to understand that raw aggression isn't always the 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 right response because if he had acted aggressively which is the manly thing to do where would he be he'll be in prison and 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 what would what would have been the 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 best like who would who would have benefited from that Uh, yeah so i'm gonna say uh, before we move on to the next part i got something i'm gonna say uh Another problem, another characteristic that I've noticed also with um, hyper-masculine men has been aggressive sexually. Yeah. yeah. You see a lot of men squeezing girls' bums. You see a lot of men, you know, <clears throat> being, like, being out there in the sexuality. Yeah. You know, so... I think that's that goes to, like, the possessive nature and it goes, like, to patriarchy. So it's this idea <laughs> that men own women or they just own the world, right? So Okay, so from that angle, are you saying... That's a, me- a man's ideology because I also do think, in some ways and in some cases, it does come from the women. Because, like, let's look at an example. I don't know if you don't watch Love Island. Yeah, I don't there's watch a guy. Okay, cool. There's a <laughs> there's a guy in it called Alex, basically, who, um, basically, he's a very like he's a very like plain Jane. He's a very he's, like, plain he's, Jane. He's, he's kind of, he's kind of like he's, he's lacking swords. What's, what's, what's a plain Jane? <laughs> Okay, the, the I know what I'm playing Jane is, I've just never heard it attached <laughs> to a man. You know, yeah. I'm trying, that's how, okay, the thing plain is, the, John, the way, plain, plain John. John, that's the one. The way, the, the way, the way he moves the girls is, is quite, is quite softy, softy. Mm, what do you mean by softy, softy? He doesn't really come like on an aggressive tip, he doesn't come on a forward tip kind of thing. Not a man, So, basically. so, and he has very much struggled to get girls in there. Mm. Whereas the majority of the other guys come on like a forward nature, they come quite full on kind of thing, mm. and just like some um, situations I've seen in real life, many girls do say that I don't, I can't be with a guy that lacks source. I can't be with a guy that lacks confidence. Is that what that. source is? That's not source, though. No, 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 no. What, what do you mean? That's not source. What because do you mean that's not source? has got nothing to do with source. Of course, it's got something no, to do with source. Adrian's got a lot of source. He's not happy masculine. Hey. <laughs> No, no, wait. When I'm, I'm saying, oh, when I'm saying no, I'm saying two completely different things. When I'm saying source. I'm saying a guy coming from an angle of with game kind of thing okay. is kind of associated with masculinity. You can't have game about being masculine. No, no wait, wait, wait. See, if you have source, that's associated with masculinity. What I'm trying to understand uh, is, is like, like loud, bro. You're talking about that. That don't get it. Hey, hold on. No, no wait. I get what you're saying. Man, what, what, I'm saying <laughs> what I'm saying is like, you're a pagan. But no, no, sorry, Adrian, quickly. The point I was making was, yeah, there are many girls that say if a guy doesn't come with confidence or vim or like a typical forward, a typical like manly um, nature, then they're not having it. So that may feed into men thinking, it does. Because remember, it's given to us and then we perpetuate it, right? That's 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 how those those things work. But yeah, I, I, um, what's your game, bro? I'm probably like that guy, but I don't know. Like, I'm good looking, so I've never really really had an issue. I can't see see, that's the thing. Like, I've never really had an issue in that department, you know what I mean? And and on top of that, it's like, I'm I very much understand that not everybody, um, before you, yeah, but then on top of that, not everybody reacts to the same stimuli. I feel like the, the the type of people that say, oh, yeah, let me just come on full. Not all girls like that. 
Yeah. So yeah. what? So Do you know what I mean? And then if if the the type of girls that want those those type of men is probably not okay, the type well, of girls that want, you know sorry, I okay. probably want. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So okay, I would say yeah, masculinity is stereotypically associated with confidence. That yes or no, okay. Yeah. Okay. One so, of them, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't think one it's... one aspect of it. So, I just feel like like there's a period in every guy's life or many guys' life where they just want to be getting girls, they want to have sex with girls, they want to do whatever. And you're going to put your best foot forward. You're going to increase your chances to the maximum you can. So I just but feel like it plays to into the masculinity thing. Whatever like, happened to chivalry? Because all of this hyper-masculine behaviour, <laughs> when we're talking about like my grandparents' age, and when we're talking... Mm, actually. He, they still must have come on a masculine tone. Like, no, stuff but... Like, then again, I'm talking about toxic masculinity. A mm. lot of these women used to get a battered and abused. So it's it's yeah, it's a bit of a yeah. Nuanced so that's not you go into that area, bro. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of a nuanced discussion, but more, more more so, what I'm talking about is like, say for example, look at look at Martin Luther King. Mm. I can't imagine him going over to create a Scott and and you know beating, beating his, his chest. Do you know what I mean? But, like, but he did have another girl. As I said, it goes back to the toxic (laughs) element that I I wanted to try and avoid. (laughs) But my point was, a lot of that, like, chivalry was an actual thing, do you know what I mean? Where they courted a woman and they were nice to her. I'm trying to understand when it became this thing where, you you know, badding up and treating a woman borderline bad was kind of the the epitome of madness. I I I don't understand that. I think of all people, regardless of times, you get people who go extreme different spectrum then they get mm-hmm. guys who are the gentleman the chivalry type yeah. they get guys who are that toxic masculinity type who do bad bad women and those guys should be behind bars when, when, when they do come across yeah. what I was going to say to you is quickly um, time what I was going to say to you is um, okay we've spoken a lot about negative about being happy masculine what positive characteristics do you see there are positive I, I do think there's positives for yeah. me what we, for, yeah, yeah. For, for me one positive is being protective Mm. That, you know, I you know, if you're hyper masculine, you are more than likely you are able to protect your family, mm. and I think that can only be a positive. It might be over the top, mm. but I still think it's still a positive in that regard. Let me throw a controversial one out there. Yeah. What about being cool? Being cool. Being cool. Like, do you would you not say that being it's cool? It's cool to be hyper masculine, and the, the, where that comes from is, I think a lot of like the rappers and a lot of the people you see. 50, 50 um, not just 50 years, I don't know like all them man like game um, oh, the game he talks it you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> them man like exuded what I think like looks like stereotypical toxic masculinity and them man also are associated with cool and a lot of youngers back in the day they want to be cool do you know what I mean like so would you not say I'm not saying it's a good thing but would you not say that contributes to I think, to I think like definitely when you're I think when it becomes cool or when it becomes like it looks cool I think is when you probably have a lack of kind of leadership in your family or, or lack of kind of representation of, of, of what like for me like my stepfather taught me what a man was do you know what I mean like he, he said oh yeah don't yeah, act, but act like that so for me it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily cool for me but I can understand where a yeah. lot of people maybe they're trying to find themselves and mm. you know they're they, they know that for example the game is out so they're like yo let me model myself after this person because we all do it you know we all have people that we look up to like for me for example when I first encountered Akala I listened to this man talk and I was like I want to be like this guy do you know what I mean like for me I, I was like yo I, I want to speak like he this guy cool, I want to be as knowledgeable as that guy and that's for me what I thought was cool mm. being able to 
to articulate my points and be able to have discussion. Like, that's what I thought was cool. So I never looked at 50 Cent and mm-hmm. thought, yeah, let me behave like that because that's what I saw is cool. Yeah, but for, there's a lot of people who would, you know, see that and be like, yo, this is my interpretation of cool. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then for a lot of people, it's an act, especially if you're in an area like, I don't want to say Peckham. I mean, that's what was coming, bro. Chill, chill, chill. Well, say if you're, say if you're from Peckham, like when I was growing up, we were all growing up. Peckham was a, a bit of an area. I thought it was the nitty Okay, say, say if you're from Peckham, for example, from like the the early two thousands, yeah, and everybody around you's in gang. I'm chicken. You may you may think like yo, even if that's not who you are, it was cool to be. You might put that on because you that's thought what? it was a you, you you. It could even be a thing, not necessarily about cool. It could even be a thing about self preservation and protection. Yeah, exception, yeah, where you're like right, everybody around me is like that. I might as well be like that. Do and you know goes what back I mean? to that um, feminine thing. Like mm. back in the day, it was not acceptable to show like a soft nature to show like you know like. That crying, yeah. that emotion, all of that, like, and that's that's very much to do with acceptance as well. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? So I think for yeah, for, that's a good point. I think for some people, it's definitely a thing about being accepted, mm. about being cool, and and what I've noticed is the ones who want to be accepted, they tend to kind of do it a little bit over. Do, that's do, when hypermasculinity becomes a bit toxic you, because they'll they'll go so hard to show how yeah, masculine yeah. they are. You they know what I'm gonna say now. Let's talk a bit about back chat, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you say there was any um, any demonstrations of hypermasculinity on that? On that yeah, show? the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel free to be as like open as you want, but like I won't say names, but yeah, I feel like people. Obviously, I remember people, people were like to me when I told them I was uh, inviting you onto the pod. Yeah. They were like to me, um, okay, you know, masculinity is a great topic. <clears throat> They uh, said X, Y, Z, like people like Lucas and that represented maybe a bit of hyper masculinity. Mm-hmm. And you represented not necessarily masculinity, but you might have been represented being, being in touch with feminine. feminine thing. Yeah. That's what, well, what are your views to that? Would, you, know, you know, a lot of people might have said, you know, that you know, that's what, that's, this is when it goes back. Like, I just, I don't, I just feel like I'm a regular guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I, I was getting to know you seem like a normal cool dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I'm just a regular guy. Like, when I think of feminine, yeah, like, I think I said of... Bob Bransky and that. Whatever that, I tell you. When I think of, of feminine, yeah, I, I wouldn't put me in the same category as feminine, personally. For real, like, even the way, you know, not, not, not me personally, but, you know, even the people, you know, people, you know, you might dress, do your hair, talk. Your tone of voice, the way you speak, not necessarily. I can't control those things. Like, like, okay, my clothes, yeah, I can change that. But why am I changing it for other yeah, people? That's I, I, I like the way just, you stick to you. Yeah, that, to be honest, look, I, look. Let me tell you, my family, my family like clothes. They like fashion. They like, you know what I, I mean? See like today. Yeah, like I see I'm related to Shaggy. I'm related to oh, so um, like Eric Donaldson. So, like fashion, like my mom so is into fashion. Shaggy. So, f- f- like fashion for me is just. It's just what it is, do you know what I mean? Like, it's again, me, I don't put masculinity in terms of the clothes you wear, the the shoes you wear, the way I don't I don't put masculinity into that because again, do you get what I'm saying? It's like there's sort like I look at it kind of from a bigger picture. I don't I don't care about clothes. Do you know what I mean? Like me wearing how okay, so say I still had the same tone of voice, I still spoke this the, the way I spoke, but I was dressed in hoodies. Yeah. Would that make me more masculine? I don't know. I 
think it would, you know. I think it would to the wider view. I think, yeah. Yeah, but then that's stupidity. It doesn't make sense. I think you would still say you're a bit feminine still. Really? Yeah. Is that what you would say, Tom? No, I wouldn't. Say it in the chest. No, but I think it's for me. I don't. To be honest, yeah, I don't really care. If if I'm a hundred percent honest with you, I I don't really care. Do you know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody can't be the same. Do you know what I'm saying? And everybody isn't the same. And my mom always said, growing up, like seven sisters, seven different minds. Like me and you can be brother and sister, yeah. And we just we think differently, we behave differently. And and again, like that's okay as well. Yeah, and that's fine. And again, growing up in my family, like again, I've got cousins that are gangers. Do you know what I mean? I've got cousins that are. It's just, like there's never been a time where I've been around my family and they've been like, yo, you know, man, mm. I really wish he spoke a little bit more like yeah, this. Yeah. When I go True. back, I go back to Kingston, Jamaica, Waterhouse, True. and if anybody knows about Waterhouse, they'll tell you that that's that's one of the roughest areas yeah, in Kingston, yeah, yeah. Jamaica. When I go I'm there, I speak so. the way I speak Red now, and and too. when I'm there, I have the gangsters. They Jeez. come over to me, they talk to me. I and and those are yeah, gangsters. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Those are people that are, they have bodies. They come up to me. They're like, yo. They look at me with respect because they're like, you you left the ghetto, you came to the yeah, UK, and you you took <coughs> the opportunities to make your family's life mm. better, to make your life better. So when, they, so when you were around a lot, did you used to like dress around and be like, yo, four top buttons, I'm done. When you were around a lot, yeah. Jesus. Jamaica. Whenever you were, bro, before you, when you were in the ghetto, yeah. I was like eight. <laughs> yeah. No, just stick on top. No, of but like, I could show you pics, yeah. Like my no, mom is dressed from young. So what, what I was mean? saying to you was, okay, now the, the typical, you know, happy masculine road guy would be a guy who who wore hoodies and that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saying because you're in touch with your natural side, whatever side that is, yeah. Would you have been still on a gang stuff, but still dressing the way you are now? If you get if what I'm trying was, to say, if, if I was yeah. on a gangster type, yeah. probably. That's see the thing. Get, yeah. See the thing is, it, it it just depends on who you so are. You, so you're basically you know I mean? so you're, you're saying that you can still do those two stereotypical happy masculine things while still at the same time yeah. maintaining your feminine side. If that is yeah, but there's there's hella guys that are out here in skinny jeans and wearing shirts like this and yeah, they're beating yeah. down on their chicks left, right, and center. So that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. See, clothes, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Clothes and and your outward expression really doesn't count so for much what, when we talk about that. That's what I'm trying to get. So there isn't a way. So you know you can't just. I think dressing a certain way shouldn't equate to you being feminine or dressing a certain way shouldn't equate to being masculine unless you're wearing dresses bro yeah, I can't right. lie to you that was dramatic, As, no yeah. do you get what I'm saying unless yeah, I'm wearing like yeah. titty yeah. tops and, and, and stuff like that I don't, I don't understand how your clothes can really define so I think it's key to your first one takeaway is key to know for people to know that you can be you can dress whatever way you want to dress of course about the dresses well, we'll talk, be careful we'll talk, now because yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah, for these gangsters you can dress you can dress whichever way you want to dress like, yeah. people I feel like yo I'm all for the carefree black boy move and that's me in it I'm a carefree black boy like I'll no, no, do what I want I just I, I enjoy my life in it like you can't live your life for everybody else I love the fact that even though on on, 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 on back chat windows a lot of people say preferable preferable Happy masculine guys, you still stuck with your own slack. You know, in um, episode one, yeah, you <coughs> were the same. Episode fifty, whatever, you were the same. You didn't, you know, change to be like the. And that's because, as I said, it goes back to how my family raised me. Do you know what I mean? Like because I because like for me, my family is like the most important thing. So it's like 
because I feel so comfortable, like they raised me to just be comfortable you know what, yeah? as me. Yeah? Like I didn't need to go there because I didn't go to Backchat, yeah, with the intentions like, oh yeah, these guys are gonna make. You know what? She's like, yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I, when I went, when I was there, it wasn't a situation where I needed to feel like. Do you oh, think yeah. you and Lucas clash because of your clash of? Style. I don't think so. I I I don't know why me and Lucas. Clash. You know what? I love, you <laughs> I know, can't I love. Lie to you. you know you know if, you know if anything yeah, Masha Nicole. If anything, yeah, you being that confident in yourself is the very, is one of the very characteristics of being masculine. The fact that you were comfortable in yourself and you were 100% confident of it, to me, that's as masculine as anything. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, yeah, bro, so obviously you're called My City Podcast. You like mm-hmm. to get a bit of, um, a bit of gist about the person as a person. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so quickly, just tell us about Adrian growing up, like tell us a bit about your upbringing. So, you mentioned a bit of your tough, like what did you find tough like, growing up like, in London? In London, you know what, because obviously I came here when I was... Yeah, got you, got you, got you. When I was, uh, I came here when I was eight. Mm. Um, I feel like coming here, yeah, it was... Uh, and even probably till now, yeah, and I feel like that's kind of the 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 kind of separation between like masculinity and, and, and whatever yeah, because yeah, yeah. I never like growing up I didn't really feel I'm, I I felt like a foreigner if that makes sense do you get what I'm saying because I came here when I was I was so I was just making friends like proper friends when I was in J8 then obviously I left that when yeah, I came yeah. here everybody was already yeah, friends. Start again and yeah, yeah and then yeah, I changed yeah. schools and yeah, then I, you yeah, know yeah. so for me I never really had the opportunity like everybody else to kind of established yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, I feel yeah. like maybe if, if I was like born here mm-hmm. I would probably think a little bit more mm-hmm. you know way, yeah. yeah like the British so um, this music thing when did it start to talk a bit about that yo the, like so my mother taught me how to sing I was singing my first name when I was young like right. very young that's like that's like my first memory of music um, <clears throat> when I was about four or five in Jamaica I remember this this very interesting time yeah where Beanie Man had just released this very naughty single yeah. and we went on like this school trip yeah and I went up on stage and I sang <laughs> I was like four or five hey. at the time and everybody was like why is he why is he singing why is he singing that kind of track when I came here um I went into choirs so when I was about eight that's when I actually started to go into Okay, started cool. to do like acting um, and it just started from when I was about five, six all the way up to now. I wrote my first song when I was eight. Okay. Um, learned the violin True. when I was eight. Gave up the violin and so the piano. Like, you know, you like, you like, you like. <laughs> <laughs> so you I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. You're a galley still. Learned the piano. <laughs> yeah. Practiced voice. Um, then when I was nineteen, I took a gap year. Nineteen, I went to uni to study music business. Um, when I was seventeen, I performed at the O2. Um, do you remember the Wanted? They were a group like yes, a few years language. ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a few years ago, I opened for them. Oh, um, bro, I swear you're that big. Yeah. Young Adrian, you're the common. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hear that, I hear that. But cool. then I went to uni because I was signed for a year independently. Mm. And then I didn't understand what the contracts. So you sign and you don't know what they're supposed to actually yeah, do for you. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And then my um, business teacher at the time, 
I wanted to study law. So then my business teacher was like, how about you go and study commercial music? Because it's, it's the business, it's mm-hmm. the craft, it's kind of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want to go into music, like it would be a good course. So I went in, I was like, I am cool, got all the grades to get there, Jeez. went there, graduated, and now it's just, it's, it's yeah, my favorite music. So what, what made you do that in Erin? Do you do something like Batchat as well? Like Batchat as a concert, I, I feel what they're doing, like, I'm liking the brands, like, I'm liking the way they're trying to expand to other things, but, yeah, there's a question for both of you, like, what made you do that in Erin? Do you do something like similar? You do, you first. Um, well, kind of, we have a pod. We're basically talking about <laughs> issues that London has faced all the yeah. time, so, so you would, I guess, and obviously we'll have video aspects in the future, so... Which would probably be a similar, right? So I guess so I would do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Platform, so just you know, I'm happy platform. to educate people. I'm happy to like. Yeah. Amen. I love that. You know, learn and return, right? Mm-hmm. Like return to That's the community. It. Well. That's it. Um, yeah. The reason why I went onto the show was because it was black owned. One, okay. two. I like to talk about political stuff and social stuff and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Three. I wanted. I want to get into politics yeah, later yeah. on in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so and and it was. I feel. I feel like it was just a good platform to kind of mm. give young black people a voice because I felt like for a long time, especially like with, with Brexit and all mm. of these things that are happening, I felt like the black community has kind of been silenced, especially the youth. Mm. Like we've been silenced. Now we have a platform that is getting hundreds of thousands of views where we're talking about stuff that actually affects young black people. Mm. Um, so that those are some of the reasons why I went on it. And then I can't lie to you, like I wasn't 100% happy with the representation of like manliness in season one, in season one. so that's, that's kind of one of the other reasons why I went on there because I was like yo there's so many like being a man really we need to open up the barriers and the understanding of what being a man yeah, is the reason I've been on my phone because we're trying to look at some videos <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like, I think what you've done here you set a like yeah. you, set, you set a benchmark to men in, in, in London and UK hopefully globally you can move we are, you know, yeah, we are like hyper masculine stereotypically, or we are like, carefree black boys. Hashtag carefree black boys. You are hyper masculine. You aren't. Yeah. You don't conform to that stereotype. You made it seem. You made it known to them. That's okay. And it's, I felt sorry. sorry and I felt like there was there's like generally in the media when it comes to the portrayal of black men. Yeah, um, we had a whole problem this. Whole, yeah, like, there's dramatic. there's no. There's, there's very specific ways in which black men are portrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically Jamaican men. Because a lot of people are like, are you Jamaican? Like, why are you so calm? You're Jamaican and stuff like that. And it's like, there's so many... Yeah, I just wanted to open up the kind of mm-hmm. the narrative yeah, for black yeah. men. Like, you can be who you are and, and still be successful, still be, you know, celebrated. You, you can be like, you yeah. don't have to go and follow the narrative that everybody else if that's not your path that's not your path but you should be comfortable and confident to be able to do that quick one before I wrap up we talk about music anything yes. upcoming that we can uh, about yes about? amen so this August I've got my Illusions EP Illusions cool yes um, Angels Lie my new singles out right now with over 50,000 streams on Spotify Jeez. over over Roughly about the same amount on Apple Music. Even the term Angel Delight mm-hmm. isn't exactly, you know, a basketball, is it? It's not like a get-rich that So you said, this, like, is it like, what, what kind of genre is it? Soul. So, so it's, it's, it's alternative. Mm-hmm. I want to say alternative soul. That's what I call it. 
but it's definitely soul music because I'm a I'm a gospel soul artist. Like that's what I was trained. Are you a Christian or not? wants to be <laughs> <laughs> that's all for another day yeah all. I feel like that pod, yeah. that this could stretch on for another two hours <laughs> right, so, so take home messages what are we saying so oh and sorry Breathe is the next single and that's out at the end of July check that out, check out. take home messages um, uh, we've spoken about some negative aspects of hypermasculinity and we also said that hypermasculinity in itself isn't necessarily bad we just have to be careful about it we don't want it to, to go into toxic range um, we spoke about as men it's okay to you know, embrace your emotions you know be like alright this hurts and actually accept the hurts you know feel the pain and then look at how to yeah, yeah. man that are suffering you know. yeah, man are suffering yeah, man they live it anyway that's what are you going are you what are you saying I'm not eating nothing 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 I don't want to 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 I mean you're a bit of a happy bastard you're going to get yourself though like you like when you Adrian what's your social bro my socials, everything is at I am Adrian. I am A D R E Y N. Um, to check out my music, it's Adrian Cash, A D R E Y N C A S H. Spotify, SoundCloud, everything. On Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, these are Tidal. We're going to talk about Shazam, everything. You said August, August new release. August new release. Cool. Obviously, check man Sam underscore Luca one on Twitter, Sam underscore Luca on Instagram. Check the podcast at My City Podcast on everything. Hashtag Use the hashtag My City Podcast. Check Iray uh, on Instagram at iray.ae and on Twitter at iray lewa. Iray on Twitter is called spelled I R A Y. Uh, also, um, send dilemmas as well. Send questions, all of that. So yeah. you'll see. Yeah, and also. Uh, Leave a, flipping, leave a flipping review. Yeah, leave a review on everything. And share with friends. Bro, really appreciate coming on. We're going to have another discussion with you soon. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I end up in a bit, in a bit.